All right. Hello, my name is Leslie Kane. I'm the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often did say, why not today? I'm based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and I'm excited about my guest today, and thank you, everybody, for listening and joining and watching, and my guest today is Willie Jolly, and I met Willie Jolly. I always talk about connections and how I met people, and years ago, my one of my team members, I don't even know if she, well, I guess she was a Mary Kay, worked for the Reston Chamber, and we were looking, they were looking for a speaker and reached out to Willie, and he was graciously came and spoke and I heard him speak. And then you did several Mary Kay events and just kind of connected with you. I remember we went to a, a Zig Ziglar event years yep. ago, right after September 11th and mm -hmm. just have watched you, admired you, been inspired by you. And the other day I'm just like, I'm going to have Willie Jolly on the podcast. So I'm super excited to have you. So for those people that don't know who you are, share a little bit about yourself and a fun fact, and then we'll get into the courage stuff. Well, I thank you for having me. And for those who know me know I always start the same way. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I did not seek it. I did not choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account. If I abuse it, just a tiny little minute. But our eternities are wrapped up in it. So I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you, Leslie, and to share some ideas with your listeners uh that funny is i used to be able to recite that with you but i guess i've been <laughs> in your space in a while <laughs> i can be able to do that again so that's taken from my book it only takes a minute to change your life it's called god's minute written by dr benjamin mays who was martin luther king jr's mentor and so i'm very grateful that i have become known for that one minute i am a speaker who started as a singer i was a nightclub singer who was doing really well in the nightclub business and the jingle business. And then I had a setback uh, during the karaoke craze of the 1980s. I got caught up in it in a club I'd been performing at. They told me, we love you and your guys and your band and we, we all won all the awards, but we still want to get something cheaper that gives us a better return on investment. So we, we're going to go with the karaoke concept. And I was devastated because I'd worked so hard to build their business, to build their clientele. But I still got fired, replaced, downsized, re-engineered, whatever you want to call it. It's still really the same thing, fired. Yeah. And so I didn't know what I was going to do. I took a job with the Washington, D.C. public school system as a drug prevention coordinator, talking to little kids about staying away from drugs. And it was during that year I discovered an, an ability I did not know I had to use words to communicate. And the little kids... The teachers would say, can you come to my teacher's group? And someone there would say, can you come to my church? And someone there would say, can you come to my company? And they started growing. And then Les Brown, who you just mentioned, uh, heard me speak and sing and invited me to be on a tour he was creating called the Music and Motivation Dream Team, which featured Les Brown, Billy Preston, this night, and I was the opening act. They uh, allowed me to meet some media people. I got a little radio show that got popular, got syndicated. You can now hear me across America every morning on Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell on a praise network. That led to Sirius XM, where I now have the number one self-help show in the country on Sirius XM, channel 141. And that led to a book publisher hearing me on the radio and saying, I like your ideas. I'd like you to consider writing a book. And I wrote a book called It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life, became a national bestseller. Then a setback as a setup for a comeback became a 
global bestseller, then turned setbacks into greenbacks and an attitude of excellence. And the newest book is Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, a book I wrote with my wife of almost 40 years. And we talk about 10 steps to create a great marriage. We haven't had an argument in over 35 years. And, and people wonder how, and we give them the tips on how we have had this uh, great marriage and how it was started off rocky, but we learned some valuable lessons from some wise mentors that we embraced and they worked and we put them in the book. And then in 1999, I was named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by Toastmasters. Next year, I was named the Motivational Inspirational Speaker of the Year by Toastmasters International. Then in 2005, inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame. 2013, named one of the outstanding five leadership speakers in the world. Then in 2016, named the legend of the speaking industry. And this year, earlier this year, I was given the Joseph R. Biden Lifetime Achievement Award, the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. And earlier this summer, I was honored to be the recipient of the Cabot Award, which is the Oscar of the speaking industry, the highest award in the speaking industry. And so I'm very grateful that I get to do what I do and go around the world and share with companies and organizations how to win more. I want people to win more in their personal life, their professional life, and their finances and their families. I want them to win more. And that's what I help people to do, to win more when they are tired of losing. They're tired of maybe not reaching or achieving the goals that they've set. I want them to win more. So that's what we do. And we are very well, you, grateful. You got amazing accolades. <laughs> grateful. Yeah. Well, tell us a fun fact. I mean, kind of that was your well, accolade. Your fact, history, you, you but tell us who Willie you, Jolly is. You mentioned, Zig, you mentioned Zig Ziglar. And uh, us meeting and going to his Zig Ziglar event, it was at the it was the Get Motivated tour, mm -hmm. and it was at uh, the Verizon Center in Washington. It was another name at that point, but it was the Verizon Center. And we sat in there, we took notes. Well, here's a, a fun fact that uh, that was prior to uh, 2010, I believe. In 2012, Zig died, and in 20. 13, I was honored to get the call from the Get Motivated Tour replace Zig Ziglar. So oh, wow. before then, I was sitting there taking notes from Zig Ziglar, and a few years later, I'm standing in his spot that the opening. That's pretty cool. Get motivated. Hit, so that's a fun fact. Did that, that until COVID, COVID disrupted everything, and yep. uh, I went virtual, and I've been doing a lot of work virtually, as well as now starting to get back on the road speaking. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So, and I love the full circle. Zig Ziglar. And cool fact, too, is, you know, um, my career for the last 29 years as a sales director with Mary Kay and Zig Ziglar and Mary Kay were very good friends. Absolutely. So kind they of were fun. Good friends. They're both out of Dallas. That's right. Yep, exactly. So share with us, what does courage mean to you? Courage to me is, is a great word that I use often. Courage is first, be willing to go full without worrying about fear. It's not the absence of fear, because you're going to have fear, but courage is going forward in, in spite of the fear. Being willing to face the fear and still move forward, that's courage. And it takes courage to be kind. Maya Angelou said Love it takes courage to be kind, it takes courage to be loving, it takes courage to be fair, it takes courage to be just. It takes courage to do right. And so I think courage is the ability to do what is right, 
to move forward on your goals and dreams in spite of your fears and your anxieties and your questions and doubts. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, so you've done lots of things in your life and I love all your stories and all your history um, going from like a nightclub singer to being on stage, replacing Zig Ziglar. So talk about some of the things that you've done that took courage and what you had to do to, you know, I, the podcast is why not today? And some of those things we just have to like say, I'm going to do it right now. And I'm, you know, so share some of your why not today stories of your career and history. That's, that's a great question. One of the things took courage to do was to quit my job so I could live my dreams. I was working for the DC public school system. As I said, when I got fired from my job at the nightclub, I took a job with the school system. That's where I started speaking. And at that point, I didn't know there was such thing as a professional speaking business or industry. And I made a decision one day that this is not where I'm supposed to be. I need to, I really need to live my dream. And I set my goals and wrote some dreams down. But still to be willing to quit that job, which was the only income source I had at that point, with a wife and two children at home. It was frightening, it was scary. But I, I did it. I quit my job and I went forward and I never looked back. So is there something that happened in that job that you're like, all right, today yeah. is, or yeah. was it just, you know, you yeah, it actually, I, it, it, it was. And I, 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 uh, I think back to that day. So I had a boss when I got hired by the job who was just a great guy, great guy. He was very supportive, very encouraging. And he kept saying, I'm going to give you a raise. I'm going to help you get more money. I know you got a family. One day I went away on a Wednesday to a men's conference at my church. And I left on Tuesday evening. I was gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, I, and Monday. And I came back Tuesday to find out that my boss, had been killed in a, in a motorcycle accident. Wow. And was already buried. Uh, it was over. I said, what? Wow. So the new boss who came was a woman who was the complete opposite of this guy. She was not supportive. She was not encouraging. And when I told her that he had said he was going to position me for a raise, she said, I didn't say that. And I couldn't care what he said. So every March, um, um, May of every year, my wife and I had, years ago had, had had bought a timeshare in St. Martin, and we would take a week to go on vacation. And so this time comes up where it's time for me to prepare for the vacation. I went in and said, I need to take some leave because I'm going on my vacation. And she said, uh, no, you're not. Because you don't have, in your position, your position doesn't come with annual leave. 
You got sick leave, but you don't have annual leave. You're not going anywhere. She shut it down. And so we had a lady who was taking, who was like a, a nanny for our kids. And uh, she was my wife's best friend. She needed a place to live while she, she had gone through a divorce. So she helped us. We helped her. So we didn't have much money. She needed a place. Da, da, da. So I had to have her every day call every morning and say, Willie's too sick to get home <laughs> for that week. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so when I got back, here's what, here's what happened. When I got back, a couple weeks into getting back, the Washington Post came out and did an article about me speaking to kids and how I was so entertaining and engaging and, and kids were, were, were really, there was a lot of buzz about me. And it was the front page of the Washington Post. When this boss who did not like me saw it, she said, oh, so you, you're famous now, huh? Well, we're going to shut you down. How you like that? You're not speaking anymore to kids. You're going to do a wow. desk. You're going to do a desk job. How you like that? That was the day I said, nah, I'm not supposed to be no. here. So, so sometimes your courage is amped up by an experience, a, social, a, 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 a life-changing experience that gives you the impetus to say, I'm going to do what I, I know I should do. And I'm telling you, it, it was that day I said, I'm out. I walked in her office and said, I'm out. Goodbye. Good for you. And and, and aren't you glad you did? Oh because God. look at the lifestyle you've created because oh of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I mean, I had a similar thing leaving my job. I mean, I found Mary Kay and I thought, okay, this is better and a much more positive environment. But I had not replaced an income. And it was one of those, like, you know what? It, the games that were played in the corporate arena were awful. And there was a dispute about a commission check. They were changing their rules every time. And I worked with a coach and kind of resolved that. And as soon as I did, I just slid my resignation in front of my boss. I'm like, done. I cannot not work for you. Mm. And the same, and that would be gone for 25 years and the same stuff is going on. So I really use this platform and this podcast to encourage people to do those things, to stand up for themselves. And because you just never know what's on the other side when you say yes to yourself. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so any other courageous things that, I mean, I know you've had Over plenty. Over years, I've, I've, I've had courageous things I didn't know were courageous at that point. Right. But they turned out to be courageous. Uh, talking to my wife into marrying me was courageous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. She's amazing. I love your wife. Tell her I said hello. Yeah, she is amazing. And talking to her into to marry me on a lunch date and going off and eloping right there where she wasn't even planning to marry. In fact, she had told me no a number. Of times. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was courageous. Uh, being willing to to change from the youth market to the corporate market because I was very popular in the youth market and I could have stayed there forever, but I wanted bigger, I wanted more. So that right. was courageous. Being willing to start my own publishing company, being willing to, to start our own media business, all of those took some level of courage and you wonder what happens if it doesn't work. Well, 
I'm going to give you four questions you must ask yourself to help you with your courage when you have to take a risk. Number one, what's the best that could happen if you do this? Number two, what's the worst that could happen if you do this? Number three, what's the most likely thing to happen if you do this? Number four, are you willing to live with the worst to get to the best? What's the best that could happen if I quit my job? I can live my dreams. What's the worst that could happen if I quit my job? I can lose my house. What's the most likely thing to happen? If I work hard enough, I can somehow keep my head above water. Are you willing to live with the worst? Lose your house. Get to the best. Live your dreams. See, as long as death was not one of the options there, I can get another house. Yeah. Okay. And so the answer was, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to take that chance. I'm willing to be courageous on that because I've calculated the risk. So sometimes you ask yourself those four questions, it will help you calculate the risk. So true. And I think the same thing I kind of did with when I quit my job was, like the worst thing that happened is I'm eating, going to my mom's to eat dinner. I'm not eating Starbucks and I'll get another job. Right. And six months after I did quit my job, my dad had a major stroke, you know, mm. I was able to be there and I'm so grateful. And so many things in life I've been able to do because I made that courageous right. decision. And right. I always thought, you know, if it doesn't work out, I'll get another job or I was going to bartend at night, which mm. 25 years later, I have not done yet. <laughs> wow. That's good. That's good. Yep. So I've listened to you speak and you've taught me so many things and motivated and inspired me. So I always ask in the podcast, you know, what would you say to encourage somebody else? And I love the questions you asked, but other things. And I love your, it just takes a minute book. Your a setup is a, a or a yep. setback is a setup to come back. And I've got, I see that book behind you. I have it on my shelf. Yes. So share Share some of your willy jolly wisdom. And I love you do your one minute thing on the radio. And every once in a while I hear you, I'm like, I know him and I'll text you. I'm like, just heard you. <laughs> so I encourage, first of all, everybody to go to winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly, W-I-L-L-I-E.com. On there are a suite of sites. I got my motivational site for business, motivation site for personal. I got a faith-based site, motivation for young people, our marriage site, our music site, our speaking, if you want to become a speaker site. We got a bunch of sites on that one place where you can kind of have a, a access to all my world, the world of Willie right there, winwithwilly.com. <laughs> Second thing I would encourage everybody to do when you go to winwithwilly.com, sign up for my, my newsletter every day. Monday through Friday, I send out a one-minute video. So if you can hear it on the radio, great. But if you don't, it'll be in your it'll be in your email uh, box, and you can listen to a or see a video of the same message that's on the radio every day, Monday through Friday. Okay. Next thing I would encourage people to do is I would encourage people to, if you can get a copy of my book, a setback and a setup for a comeback, do so, because I believe that book, as I told a group this today it it didn't come from me it came through me and i believe that that book really has a an anointing on it because so many people have used it to turn their setbacks into these great comeback stories like the 
the stories I've shared in the book and, and outside the book, people who've turned their setbacks into great, amazing comebacks. What I want to say to everybody is this, that life is a fight for territory. It's a fight for territory. And when you stop fighting for what you don't, what you want, what you don't want automatically takes over. It creeps up on you. So what is it you want? You're going to have to fight for what you want. You're going to have to fight for your health. I encourage everybody to work hard. Number, your number one goal you should have is you, you have goals. And I hope everybody has goals. And if you don't have goals, go to winwithwilly.com. There's a goal-setting class. But we, we encourage people to set goals because that's what turned my life around from a book, busted nightclub singer to becoming a, a world-class and world-renowned speaker. But when you write your goals, you gotta you gotta make a decision that this goal is important. And so, if you're gonna live your dream and make the, you gotta set big bold goals, and then you gotta be willing to fight for those goals. Life is a fight for territory. So write your goals. Then after you write your goals, so I give you four four steps. First, you work on your vision, your goal. What is it you want to do? What is you want to achieve? What is you want to accomplish? What is it that you want? You ask most people what they want. They'll tell you what they don't want, but they can't tell you what they do want. What do you want? That's number one. Number two, what are you presently doing to get what you want? Okay, you say you want to get make more money. Okay, what are you doing to get what you want? And, and make a note of that. You want to lose weight. Okay, well, what are you doing? I'm, I'm exercising two days a week. Okay. Number three, after you, you've just, you, you've determined what you want and what are you doing to get what you want. Number three is, what more could you be doing to get what you want, what you say you want? I want to lose weight. I'm working out two days a week. Maybe I can work out four days a week. Maybe I can change my diet. Okay. So what do you want? What are you presently doing to get what you want? Answer that before you answer number three. What more could you be doing to get what you want? And here's the ouch question. What must you stop doing in order to get yes. what you want? So you say you want to lose weight. You were presently working out two days a week. Could you work out more? Yes. Could you modify your diet? Yes. What else? What must you stop doing? I got to stop eating ice cream every night before I go to bed. So I, I said, I, I, these are questions I've had to have my, I've had to deal with myself, but I wanted to lose weight. And so what, what was I doing? Well, I was working out, but what more could I've been doing? I could have been modifying my diet. What more could I've done? I could have ate, eaten more vegetables and fruits and vegetables, nuts, grains, fruits and vegetables. What must I stop doing? I loved, I loved pretzels and cranberry juice every night before I got those 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 that bag of those niblets. I <laughs> love those niblets with cranberry juice. But I had to stop. I had to stop buying them. I had to stop eating them. Because that that dough was just making me gain weight. And much as I like them, I had to say no, I can't do that. I had to stop eating desserts. At all these fancy places I go to speak, you always have a dessert. When you're sitting up on the on the rostrum and and there's the, all the dignitaries, they bring you your meal, and then they bring you a dessert. I have to say, no dessert. I only do, eat desserts on Sunday. That's my only dessert day. 
and that's that's it. I had to I had to say no to things. So right. I think those are important things that will help you to achieve your goals and dreams, help you have greater success. Yeah, love that. And I wrote those questions down. I'm gonna have to reevaluate some things in my world. Right. <laughs> so thank you for that. So um, what since the life is world has changed the last three years, what are you doing now? I know you told us how to find you, but yeah, um, um, first of it's all, your books. You know, yeah, what I are you mean, doing I, different? What are you? How can we support you? Uh, a lot of new stuff. One is we're focusing on helping people win more. That's our number one goal now. That the pandemic helped people to have greater anxiety. You know, the Surgeon General recently said that there was a new crisis in America of loneliness, depression, anxiety as a result of the pandemic. So we want to help you wherever you are in your life to win more, personally, publicly, professionally, relationship-wise, financially, family. That's number one. Number two, I started a one-man show that I launched in June and did it through mid-July. And then I had a bunch of speaking events, so I couldn't do it for the month of August. But we're going to relaunch it in the September first week in October. And it is got a terrific write-up for the Washington Post. I think if you can see it, if you go to thecomebackshow.com, you can read Are you going to be places locally, North Virginia? It's one place. There's going to be one place. It's a residency. Okay. It's a church called Emory Church, beautiful sanctuary like a theater in Washington. And uh, we will do it every Saturday night. Okay. And it's fantastic. It's gotten great reviews. You'll see some of the testimonials on that thecomebackshow.com site. So we're going to do that's one of the things. We're launching um, some television programming. You can also see us now every Monday night. My wife and I do a, a marriage, a relationship show, Monday nights at 9 o'clock on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, and LinkedIn Live. If you follow us on ajollymarriage.com, ajollymarriage.com, you can sign up. You can A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Twitter, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live, and tune in every Monday night for our marriage show where we talk about the, the letters and the issues that are breaking up relationships and how to fix them. And so we got the TV, we got radio, we're expanding to more radio stations. I just signed with Walmart to do Walmart radio uh, in their stores. We've got uh, the one man show. We've got new music that's being released. You can get the musicpowerbook.com. All of this is at Win With Willie, by the way. So okay. musicpowerbook.com. And so we got a lot of things going on in the marketplace that, that the pandemic gave me the time to focus on, on not just traveling so much, but more importantly, using that time to create more. And so we've got more, more exciting music and television, radio. I got two new books coming out this year. One book is called Rich is Good, Wealthy is Better. And mm -hmm. it's a fantastic book. And it's a book that every house is going to need. The other book is The New Theology of Achievement. That's a, I guess I got three books. And the last one is The ABCs of Achievement. So that'll be out shortly. So we got a lot right. of new stuff that, because I'm you not like I used to, I can get more stuff done. So we got That's a awesome. lot of new stuff. So I'm excited about all that. Well, I'm going to have to plug back into all this stuff. It's And as I said, somebody mentioned Les Brown. I'm like, really jolly. I'm not. 
and you pop in and I see some of your stuff here and there, but you know, we get so busy. Sure. Um, need to start well, following you. I was able to, to share with your listeners and hopefully well, they will take advantage of all the things we have. And there's some free things there on the website, uh, on the marriage site, you can get a free chapter from the marriage book. There are other free chapters from other books, uh, music, motivation, inspiration, all just to help you grow and go to the next level. Well, I will share all your contact information in the show notes. Um, I always kind of go try to go back since this is honoring my dad and his life to see. I always try to go, okay, people are like, I didn't know your dad, but I always try to go back and like the connection and the sure. connection of how I met you is my dad, I don't know if you know this, actually started the Reston Chamber. And probably wow. when you spoke, he may have been there. I mean, he passed away 10 years ago, but that was a long time ago that you spoke. And yeah. You know, you think about the whole courage piece and Shaney, who got you to speak. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, she had to do a pretty courageous selling job on you because I don't think they paid you what you normally got paid. That's correct. And but you came and I'm so grateful because I was able to meet you. And then you, you know, so it went back to my dad through the chamber. But then, you know, you graciously did several Mary Kay events um, for us. And I'm so grateful for all those and definitely want to. Get you I plugged want to in. Back to your father. If your okay. father was a person who understood the power of courage, mm-hmm. he understood the power of action, and he understood the power of legacy. And so, yep. I want to applaud him for courage, action, and pouring into his daughter the, the seeds of greatness and to see them flower and bloom and blossom as she continues to do great things with her life. I'm sure he's very proud of you and very excited for what he poured into you. And so I just want to applaud him for his vision that he was seeing great things years ago. You know, they say the great ones they plant trees in their 80s that take 80 years to grow. And that's what your father did with you. He planted in you the seeds for greatness. And he might not have been able to see it. He knew he might not be able to see the fullness of the reality of what they become, but he knew if he planted those seeds and he gave you courage and he gave you vision and he gave you leadership skills and he encouraged you that you would do great things, which you were doing. Well, thank you. And hopefully I'm honoring his legacy and passing this on and helping and supporting people, supporting people to be courageous and do those things Fantastic. and say yes. Fantastic. So I will share all your contact information in the show notes. Thank you again for being my Let guest. Let me leave your, your listeners with a little something that's out of my first book. Okay. Follow your dreams. Wherever it leads, don't be distracted by less worthy needs. Shelter it, nourish it, help it to grow. Hold your dream deep, down deep with dreams grow. Follow your dream, pursue it with haste. Life is too precious, too fleeting to waste. Be faithful, be loyal in all the day through. The dream that you follow will keep coming true. Been a privilege and a pleasure, a treat and a treasure, a joy beyond measure for me to be on with you, Leslie Kane, and your listeners and your viewers. 
Blessings to you all. And remember for sure, folks, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Yes. And remember, say, why not today? Why Thank not you, Mr. Billy Jolly.